0: Welcome, welcome. I am Mandy Kay, and you're listening to the Find Your Calling podcast. And I am so happy that you are joining me. And in this episode, we're going to discuss finding faith and how to cope when life suddenly changes. I was sharing some stories with Find Your Calling participants this week, and it struck me that you might find some benefit from hearing them too. So here we are. (laughs) I have observed in my own life and those of many of my clients that at some point we will have a change thrust upon us that immediately and abruptly shifts the trajectory of our lives. Uh, Job loss and redundancy is a really big sudden change in a career (laughs) But relationship breakdowns, illness or accidents or even losing someone you love can all have an impact on the direction that you take in your work and your life. And they are huge experiences that come with like really natural amounts of shock and pain. And despite that shock and pain, I have come to believe and see these experiences can serve a higher purpose if we're open and willing to shift our perspective about them. Now, I have lived through the shock and grief of the sudden death of my dad when I was 16 years old, and it was a grief like I have never known before, and I will never, ever diminish the pain that someone feels when they are grieving the death of someone they love. Like Grief is a big journey. It's a very individual one. And if you're journeying through that right now, then please hold yourself with such tender, loving care. Allow the waves of grief to come, Uh, like give space for your feelings and get support however you need it. Uh, As someone who is over 25 years into my grief journey, I can say that time really heals so much. Over that time, my raw pain has subsided The grief of my loss has never really fully gone away, but I've learned to live with it. And yeah, grief, it shifts and changes as the years pass. And I can see so clearly how being confronted with my dad's death was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening and a deeper commitment to understanding the meaning of life and how I make the most of it while I am here. So I can see the larger purpose of it, although it was very difficult for me to see that at the time when I was deep, deep in the grief. But that grief actually wasn't the sudden change I was sharing in my program this week. It was the experience of sudden job loss, which I've actually experienced on a few occasions. These two particular instances were 12 years apart from one another And it was really interesting for me to reflect on the difference, the work that I have done on trusting a higher plan and surrendering over more and more control to a divine plan and to my soul, how that has made a difference on my reactions to the same experience of suddenly losing my job. The first time was when I was working for Couchsurfing. At this point, I had lived and worked in Thailand and Alaska with them and was working as their communications manager. And I mean, we really believed that we were changing the world one couch at a time. Like couch surfing changed my life when I discovered the human kindness that existed with strangers opening their homes to me. And working for them was a dream come true and it was fun and it was chaotic and it was challenging and amazing all at the same time. Our team was made up of people from all over the world. Obviously, I got to live in these amazing locations and I can say that I have lifelong friendships from that time. But if I'm honest with you, like I found my role super stressful. (laughs) Like it was a growing organic organisation still establishing itself and things weren't always smooth as can be expected. And my role encompassed communicating with the global audience, which grew from 250,000 to 1 million members that year, as well as the 1,000 volunteer ambassadors, And honestly, I did not handle the stress very well, which wasn't actually helped at all by all the partying and drinking I was doing. And I even took up smoking again during that time. And I remember really clearly I was complaining to a colleague at lunch one day and she, in her very Dutch, straightforward way, just said, well, why don't you just leave? And I was so aghast at the suggestion. Like, why would I leave something that I believe in and that has changed my life so much? Like, surely being fucking miserable and stressed doesn't warrant leaving on my own terms. (laughs) Well, the universe clearly knew that this wasn't my path. And then when they were going to set up the new headquarters in California, I wasn't invited to go with them. And it took... A bit for that to sink in and what that meant for me. And it took me even longer to know what the fuck to do next. I came back to Australia kind of in a daze. Like I knew on some level that this is what I needed to do to get myself back on track and to what I felt was my purpose. But I had no understanding of actually how to do that. And four months after returning home, I was at the bank and the lady asked me if I was having the day off. And I was like, oh no, I've just returned from traveling. And then it hit me. I was like, I have been back for four fucking months. When am I going to admit that I'm just unemployed and completely directionless? And like slowly the pieces fell into place. Bit by bit, I followed the signs and the serendipity that led me to living in Byron Bay. And if you don't know the full story, uh, you can hear that in episode one of the podcast. But the point here is that that shock and that recalibration took me so many months before I could find my footing again after that sudden job loss. Fast forward to January 2020. And I had been working at the university again, this time in the partnerships team. And I was working on projects with mostly the philanthropy and giving team. And I'd recently completed launching a new impact awards, which was a new program that acknowledged and celebrated like the social impact of alumni and staff and partners. And I was on rolling casual contracts there and the casualization of the workforce is happening across all industries and the university is not immune and I'd come to accept it and I was always looked after like as in my contracts were always renewed so much so that it never occurred to me that the contract wouldn't be renewed until it wasn't (laughs) and this time there was no warning I mean, it was the day my contract finished that I found out it wasn't being renewed. And it would have been very easy for me to fall into feeling a victim to that, like how unfair it was, the injustice of the short notice, the rudeness of having worked there for years and having no notice that my contract wasn't going to be renewed, And I definitely went through the gamut of emotions when I first heard about it, like shock, disbelief, fear, anxiety, but it was fascinating to see how quickly by just sitting with those feelings, allowing them to come up and out and through, I just let them wash over me in a wave and I fell into a deeper trust. Like, I just knew on some level that this was happening for me and not to me and that there was a higher purpose playing out. Like, I knew in my bones it wasn't my destiny to work at the university. I'd actually left my role at the university in the careers team many years prior to that. And this role was a good part-time role in a different area with awesome people, and it, le- and it allowed me the time to work on other projects. But I knew it wasn't where I was meant to be long-term. But the conditions and the people made it comfortable and safe, which meant that it was probably likely that it was going to take me a little bit to leap out of it in a hurry. But the universe knew. <laughs> The divine knows the desires in your heart and the calling of your soul and it will help you get there. And for me in that moment, that meant a big sudden push out of the door. And thankfully, weeks prior to that, I had actually agreed to go back and help Sprung, the dance company that I had worked with prior with some recruitment. I was no longer in the business manager role there as I couldn't manage both that business manager role and project managing the university impact awards. So I stuck with the university role and, but I had some time to help them with recruitment. And it was the next day after finding out that I was suddenly unemployed and without my regular paycheck ahead to look forward to, that I drove off to conduct those interviews with Sprung. And as I got into the car that morning, going to some work, no matter how little it was, I just knew I would be okay. Like I didn't have a partner at the time who could support me, but I just knew that a solution would appear and well, as soon as Sprung heard that I was out of work, they happily kept adding projects that I could assist with. And unbeknownst to me, the higher plan was that I was going to come back and manage that company when COVID struck a mere two months later. but I didn't know that at the time, and hindsight shows how well it worked out as I would have had a much more difficult time stepping back in to manage the company so suddenly if I hadn't plugged back into it for those couple of months prior. And I saw firsthand how my trust in a divine plan meant I didn't fall into a victim or even complain about the university's sudden decision not to renew my contract. Like I gave space for my feelings when it first happened and then I just trusted And I saw how perfect the plan was, but so often we can only see how perfect the plan is in hindsight and you need to ride through the sudden changes with faith and trust that it's playing out for a higher purpose and reason in your life. Like, have you ever been on a train that changes its directions when the rail tracks ahead shift and the train suddenly changes direction? And sometimes it's unexpected and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are we going this way now? Like I've even sat on a train and it's going backwards for some time. And I'm like, what is going on? And you think, That you know the direction you're going, but now all of a sudden, for reasons you aren't aware of, you are switched on to different train tracks and how the hell knows how you're actually going to get to your destination now. But the train driver knows, and those employed by the train company know how to manage the tracks and how to ultimately get the train to the destination, and ultimately the quickest way to that destination. So what are your choices? Like, are you going to fight the change? Like, what will you do while traveling on a high-speed train when it changes direction? You can't jump out of it. Like, that's only going to lead to pain and not actually get you to your destination. You could yell at the conductor. You could demand that the train be turned around but it's not going to make any difference. That train's going to keep traveling in the direction that it now is on. And you could wail that it's unfair, that things aren't going the way that you thought that they should be going, but that train is going to keep traveling along that new route. What would the experience be like if you just leant back in your seat and just knew that the experts had it under control? that they know exactly what they're doing and your job as the passenger is to trust the journey. Like how much more peaceful would your journey be? It's the same in life. Your destination or destiny has been planted in your heart and soul for a lifetime and you are co-creating at the moments that you vocalise and admit and voice your desires. And the divine knows how to get you there. And it will continue to send you support and guidance and assistance to help you realize your destiny. And sometimes that might look like sudden fucking chaos. (laughs) So what do you do when you are in the middle of that chaos? Well, firstly, accept what is happening and don't fight it. And then... Hold yourself through the feelings of shock and disbelief, and all the other emotions that are going to arise when sudden change occurs. And they're emotions, they are energy emotions, and they need to be moved through so you don't get stuck in them. Uh, A saying I love is that the only way out is through, and another saying that a participant in Find Your Calling shared with the group is the only way to heal it is to feel it. So I'm not advocating bypassing your natural emotional response to sudden change. It's healthy to feel the emotions that you're feeling. I have personally found the emotional freedom technique, the tapping really supportive and journaling and just meeting myself with tender, loving care in those moments and just giving space for me to actually feel them without trying to run from them, without trying to stuff them down and just feel them. And if you are experiencing big shock and grief, then please reach out and go and get support. Somatic experience therapists are amazing. But just look for any therapists that are trauma-informed who can help support you as you navigate those big feelings. But the third thing I suggest you do is really mind your mind through this process. Like watch what the mind wants to do. Our egos are always looking for someone or something to blame. So be mindful of that. And really keep from making yourself a victim to the circumstance. Your ego is going to want to be the victim and blame what's happening and feel sorry for itself. Instead, be really disciplined to not complain and instead tap into and trust a power greater than you knows how this is going to play out and how you will be okay. And know that if you do get stuck in that victimhood, into complaining and into blaming, then that is going to make it harder for you to tap into the miracles and the serendipity and the opportunities that are going to want to emerge through this change for you. So, tap into the trust that this could be the very catalyst that you need to connect to your true path in life and work. And four, slow down and create some space in your life wherever and however that's possible. Like be gentle with yourself, meditate, spend time in the healing energy of nature so you can hear your inner guidance more clearly I highly recommend reading and watching and listening to inspiring materials that will connect you back into your divine power and remind you that you are a powerful co-creator with divine intelligence and that you've totally got this and that all possibilities are opening up to you, even though it may not look like that right now. And five, take the inspired actions and follow the impulses when you feel or get the nudge to do so. Like say yes to the new invitations and opportunities. Like your soul is always leading you to the answers you seek. So be on the lookout for those. And then when you see them, say yes to them, even if it doesn't make logical sense at the time. And six, find your support network. Like sudden change and loss in life is big. So connect with the people who are going to lift you up and remind you of what is possible. And if you don't have that posse directly around you yet, then join groups or programs or get a mentor or coach to support you through it. I'll put a link in the show notes to my mentoring if you'd like my support while navigating a sudden change in your life and career. And at different times, I offer different mentoring options, but you can also join my mailing list. So you're the first one to find out when the doors open again to the next round of Find Your Calling, which is a program specifically for changemakers and nonprofit leaders to find the meaningful work that you feel destined to do. And that can be a really supportive process for you to navigate a sudden loss to work and you know that you are. Are needing to find what's next. So I'm sending you so much love if you're currently navigating a big sudden change and working out what that means for you and your life and your work moving forwards. Thanks for being here with me today. I just love that I get to share this time with you. And if you know of someone in your life who you think would benefit from this message if they've had sudden change thrust upon them, then please share it with them. And if it's made an impact on you, please let me know. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, keep the faith beautiful. Believe that things are always working out in your favour. And I look forward to joining you again in future episodes.